The Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health believes that a healthy lifestyle should be simple. That's why they created the best natural, science-driven products that are simple, clean, and great tasting. Replace your bad habits with smart choices. Replace your current spending and save money. And you can get healthier and stay healthier with Evolve. The Evolve Reboot Program is designed to help your body address inflammation and leptin sensitivity naturally with the help of their convenient, nutritious products. The products, plus their healthy eating guidelines, help the body begin to lose fat for good. And with products geared towards performance and recovery, athletes love Evolve too. With the very best part of Evolve is their social and humanitarian aspect of their business platform. The Hope Movement, powered by Evolve's Buy One, Nourish Two initiative, is changing lives around the world. Needless to say, this is a company that Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone is very proud to be associated with. For more information, please visit the website, twofitcrazies.com, and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. Mr. Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We're where it's at. We actually have microphones now. This is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> We've got microphones, like a flux capacitor. There's wires all over. This is legit. I think we're officially podcasting. I do too. Yeah. Except I, my microphone's not bedazzled or jeweled, and I don't have big, huge headphones on my ears yet. Um, so... I don't know. Just this like is... in, uh, just like in fitness and health, we 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 look for progress. We're evolving. We have we have we, we've evolved. We made progress, and we just uh, and uh, your your microphone will come in time. Yeah, I got it. I got the bedazzled jewels all all waiting for for us to go. But this is our officially our third podcast, and we've talked about why we are fit crazies. And we've talked about evolving. And last podcast, you remember what we talked about? Was who needs you? Like Who needs you? Yeah. Who like who really needs you or who needs you? Is the glass half empty? Is the glass half full? We're and here for people who though. That's the question. Is it you? So we figured out uh, some of it. We just kinda talked about who we like to work with and, and who we work with the best and who and who uh really could benefit from working with uh, a couple of maniacs like ourselves <laughs> and uh you know it went pretty well so those are out there they're up all, already should be on itunes uh, f- uh shortly uh, a- after here if you hear this voice then you definitely can go back and look at those um uh those two podcasts that we did already so please check them out two fit crazies and a microphone and i promise you will not be disappointed <laughs> 
So uh, it's back to school for some people. What about you, Christine Conti? Oh my gosh. So today would have been my first day back um, at my at my school, at my job, and here I am. Your old job. Doing a, doing a podcast um, and really still adjusting to this new life, which I absolutely am excited about. Um, still, still a little scary to, to make a big jump in a career change, especially since I'm no longer 20 or 22. Um, you know, at, at age 24. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you say you're not. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so making this this big jump is is quite scary, but um, something that I'm really excited about. And again, we always talk about we're fit crazy as well. We're doing things that other people may not have the courage to do. And some say it's crazy. Others say that we're the most sane people out there. So it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's a pretty cool feeling today not to be back sitting and sitting and being out there in the world. It's amazing how the, uh, the end of summer uh, for teachers, my wife's a school teacher, how it, the effect that it takes on the household and the things that need to be done before everybody returns to school, kids and my wife included. And, uh, you know, sometimes I kind of look at it as like, that's your timetable. This is just another day for me, uh, you know, but the, that bucket list of uh, summer activities. And we did a great job of it. We got a lot done uh, this summer, so we had a great summer. So, but uh, back to school for them. We had kindergarten orientation last night for my middle guy. Wow. It was amazing. Crazy. He's cool. Yeah, he's uh, he's ready to go. He's uh He's, uh, he's the one I told you, my spiritual advisor. He mm. is not shy about going to kindergarten. He is ready for kindergarten. He told me. My daughter's going to own her last year of nursery school this year. <laughs> she's, she's all American. I'm, I'm going to own this. It's going to be amazing. My teach. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So my, my son is very third grade. He's, he's ready to go. My daughter, um, we're worried she's going to be the naked one running down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, there's come one kindergarten. in every class. Someone's got to stand out, right? Someone's yeah. got to be the the maverick and the pioneer. I have no idea. <laughs> Damn you, but Mike! Possibly me. I don't know. I never did that though, you know. But holy moly! So, anyhow, what's we are, on topic for today? We are super. I know I am super excited because um, I'm going to be grilling brian a little bit today not like that well yeah grilling like grilling yeah grilling's a great way to you know to to cook your food actually but we're gonna be talking a little bit about nutrition today and i have to say that this is definitely not going to be the only talk we have about food and health and um and what goes in your body it's important right oh my gosh they say you know 80 percent of you know, your fitness comes from the kitchen and the other 20% is really working out and staying active. Um, so this is going to be our first talk. Um, we keep saying we're going to stay in our wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. We're not going to, we're not doctors. Um, you know, however, we're going to bring to you what we have found over the years that has made us kind of elite in some of our fields of, of fitness, whether it be running or, you know, different sports, the clients we work with, what we've seen them go through, um, being in the fitness industry and having people constantly ask, you know, what do you eat? What do you do? Um, it's really interesting. So we're going to, we're going to start there. I think today of, you know, when someone comes up to you and says, 
what do I do? What do I eat? Um, where do you start? Um, how can I make changes? Because it, for many, you can't just go cold turkey. Right. You can't be like, I'm going to, that's it. As of tomorrow, I'm going to give up soda and fried foods and salt and flour and sugar. And your body literally is going to go into shock as if you're having a drug withdrawal. You'll Unfortunately, have- that's the way that most people take it. <sighs> sweats and they go they go i'm gonna do this for the rest of my life starting today and and uh yeah so that's that's a really good question let me um let me do this let me qualify myself first here let me tell you where i'm coming from uh i am not only a personal trainer but i'm a certified health coach i have a, a health coaching certificate from the institute for integrative nutrition and I also have a uh, certificate in plant-based nutrition from uh, T. Colin Campbell's um, E. Cornell University. He's uh, the author of the China Study, which I'm looking over here. It's right on to my right on my bookshelf. Uh, he's uh, he's a, um, a heart doctor um, who's really uh, come a long way with uh, what they're doing for uh, combating a lot of the preventative diseases. So he's got a really, really detailed, um, hard, uh, program, uh, that I had to go through for, for, uh, you know, several weeks. It was about a six month program, but it's uh, pr- very thorough and it's done through Cornell university. So, you know, it's going to be good. Uh, so with that said, I not only take people into the gym and, uh, and work them out, but we try and focus on everything. I try to give people a, a real holistic, holistic, meaning whole body, um, plan that they can follow, that they can work with and that they can stick with. Cause I think that that's probably the most important thing. Um, so I am, uh, in the hot seat today, as Christine said, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I have absolutely nothing prepared. I have no idea what she's going to ask me, but uh, well, let's go. Let's do this. So one of the things that that people always ask, they come, they come to you know either one of us and and say, what, what can I do? How can I? They'll say, you know, I need to lose these extra ten pounds, or even where to start. Maybe they're 50, 60, 100 pounds overweight. Where do I start? So that's the that's the thing with me, I guess. I always tell them, let's do one thing at a time. Let's let's take this into Perfect. steps. Tell us about your diet. What do you do? And I say, all right, let's let's talk about one thing. How about we try and cut down on this or up something? So one of the things I say to up is the protein. And by protein, which I want to get into, is they'll say, well. Okay, up my protein so I can eat a steak then. I'll just eat a, a whole steak or, or a, a pound of hot dogs. Or is that protein? Um, well, <laughs> um, is sit back and say, oh, okay, that's not exactly what I had in mind. Um, protein could be things from vegetables. Sure. You don't realize the amount of protein. I think of immediately, I think of Popeye growing up. <laughs> Popeye, how did he try and get his muscles? He downed a can of spinach, right? Well, I always say try and get fresh spinach. However, get he had any the kind right, of spinach you can. If canned is the, what you got, then go with the can. The right idea though. Yeah. And that's, it's something so simple that from your childhood, you're like, oh my gosh, Popeye had it right. Who made this up? Because they're genius. I know who made it up. It was actually, Popeye was actually started as, um, as uh, marketing propaganda to eat more. <gasps> 
fresh uh, spinach. It was a, it was an agriculture uh, initiative to uh, to get people to do it at a young level, which is amazing. What years were that? Do you, do you uh, know? I don't even know. It was probably the thirties. I'm pretty impressed think. by the fact that you knew that. Yeah, that, yeah, really yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm just uh, guessing uh, the thirties. I've uh, gone back and watched like most YouTube uh, cartoons from Chili Willy to Popeye yes. to uh, <laughs> everything else in between with my kids on YouTube, and it's amazing that those things still hold up. Uh, so, yeah, I think, uh, w- which is crazy. One of the things that I'm most passionate about is the way that food is marketed to- towards us, especially the way it's marketed towards children. And if you look at all the crap that's out there on the shelves, it's got a cartoon on it. It makes me crazy, right? It's actually they're pushing unhealthy foods in the way that, uh, you know, you really don't see anything uh, advertised with a cartoon other than, you know, that's healthy for you, maybe other than like uh, an, an avocado or the California raisins or something along those lines. Um, but, uh, you know, but you definitely have a cartoon Tony the Tiger, uh, you know, dig them and, uh, you know, all those. Uh, what about the camel with the cigarettes? Same that? thing. That was the yeah, same idea. Yeah, same I mean, idea. Is, and is that any different than bad food? No, I'd say it's worse. It, Say it's worse. Putting people, chemicals into your people, body, right? People know cigarettes are bad for you. People don't. People look at food and they they don't really understand how good or bad it can be for you. So it's uh, that's definitely uh, something that I am passionate about, and I've been known to YouTube uh, as uh, or not YouTube, uh, but Facebook Live as I'm in the aisles of the Stop and Shop or Shoprite and say, "Look at this, it's crazy," and then we go right to the sugar content, and uh, it's usually pretty high. So, uh, so what do you tell people? So what's, what's your first, I mean, my first thing is always, let's get some more fresh vegetables and good. fruits and up the protein. What is your go-to, well, I guess, slogan or what's your go-to thing to more, tell people? More than anything, there's a million different styles of eating. There's different types of eating. There's some that are popular now. There's some that are popular in the past. There's all sorts of different ways that people get to where they want to or think that is a good, oper- uh, you know, a good way of of doing whatever it is they want to do uh, first thing i do is really listen to them i let them tell me everything that they want to tell me about what they're doing and i just sit there and i nod my head and i say okay 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 and then they tell me 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 and they tell me more and usually we get to wherever we're going with what they want to do with with their diet usually i'm not the first person that they've ever spoken to about this they've tried everything and they've um you know been through a whole a whole lot of trial and error uh, some things have worked very well for them in the past. Other things haven't. Uh, the thing that I always try and focus on, I don't care what style of eating that you're inclined to do, what type of eating you are subscribed to, or what type of eating you're interested in doing. There isn't a single diet out there that says eat more processed foods, eat more sugar foods, eat more cookies, cakes, crackers. Amen. You know, there isn't one that does that. So, you know, whether you're paleo or vegan or, you know, Atkins, uh, you know, style of eating or somewhere in between, you know, the, the standard American diet is really the alternative to that, which is filled with processed foods. Whatever it is that you're really trying to do and something that is a benefit to you, none of them will have those things included. You know, none of them are say, eat more sugar. None of them say, eat more processed carbs. Uh, you know, fry your food, fry your food. Exactly. So that's where we start. That right there is where we start. And we just kind of get that out of the way. If we can take that for 
two weeks, three weeks, you know, however long, you know, we, we can really look at things. Even if it's like 10 days of no processed foods, you'll feel different. Your body will feel different. Your body will start to change. Uh, if you get especially sugar, um, you know, if you really get that out of your system and, and, and purge uh, yourself um, yeah, of, of that and, you know, you'll really start to feel different. So it's usually a good entry level way to look at things. You know, a lot of times we're looking at people who are drinking juices, they're drinking sodas, uh, they're snacking, they're eating the kids' food is a big one that I hear all the time. They eat those damn Cheez Its that the kids uh, they Macaroni put in. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah, yeah, you know, there are things like that. Uh, you know, from there, uh, the other thing is that we, you know, we try to add more fruits and vegetables. Uh, vegetables, especially with just about every meal. Every meal, if possible. Uh, usually, people struggle with getting the vegetables in for breakfast, for whatever reason, um, because they're used to eating breakfast foods, which don't really have many vegetables in it, unless you're talking about an omelet or something along those lines. Uh, you know, so those are those are really the main things that we really look to do. The other thing that I do, which is kind of uh, off the uh, nutrition and and actually what you're consuming, but is um, is is a way to relax. Uh, and really, with that, I mean get more sleep. So there's really three things that we need to do: is is uh, get off the processed foods and increase the vegetables. That's one. Get more sleep is the is the second, and then uh, hydration. Um, you know, oftentimes when we get off of the processed foods or the high, you know, sugars, we'll end up hungry, we'll feel hungry, we won't have that mid snack, uh, you know, the mid afternoon snack or something to kind of get us through water will help a lot with that. Most people walk around dehydrated, and they're not full, uh, you know, enough uh, to, to really uh, do that. And it makes them feel hungry. And then when they do that, they make bad choices. Uh, so that's uh, definitely something that we work on, as far as uh, entry level. And then you know, I, I'm not the guy who is going to come to you and say, you must do paleo or you must do vegan or, you know, I don't really know yet. You know, uh, we have to kind of get there, uh, but we can't get there without doing that first step, which is getting rid of the junk. And I think that's super important because some people, they'll pick up a book or they'll, they'll watch television and there's all these infomercials and there's all these books out that you must do this. Or if you're not paleo, if you're not vegetarian or you're not this, then you're not healthy. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah, exactly. And we're getting all these messages of what's better. And then, you know, what happens is you just kind of don't do anything because you don't know what is what and... Um, the one thing I want to say, you know, Brian just said about getting rid of sugar. Now, what I want to clarify is that you're not getting rid of all sugar because when you eat fruit, there is natural sugar sure. in that. Absolutely. So it, we're not telling you to, you know, we don't tell our clients like, yeah, don't not sugar at all. You, you're going to get it, but it's going to be from a different source, a natural source, right. something that your body actually uses and uses in a positive way along with the you know the nutrients you're getting and sure. the and the water from I mean I get a lot of I don't drink water as much as I should but what I do do is a lot of fruit and vegetables guess what I'm getting a Water's lot of water it. from there Absolutely so it's I think many people get confused because you know oh don't do this and don't do that and as soon as you say and we've talked about this before when you make it work it's not going to be work work yeah if it's work it's not gonna work if it's 
too hard and, and and you know really we just gotta have to take simple steps to to make it doable uh attainable i know as a running coach i wouldn't say go out and run six miles you know to somebody who's brand new that that has never you know uh, run a 5k or a mile you know we we take we take the the initial steps first and kind of get you where you need to do you can't you can't really do it and and i mean just think about it think about new year's resolutions think about you know how people draw that line in the sand and say oh, i'm going to do this and I, no you're not <laughs> you know i'm not going to you're not going to do that every day you know and a lot of times that's what i'll hear in in that initial uh conversation you say i know i need to do this i know i need to do that and i kind of look at them and i say okay well uh, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I guess, but first you definitely need to do this. Uh, and um, you know, fruit. I love it. I love fruit. I eat fruit, uh, buckets of fruit. I, you know, I, it, we. Uh, I do no sugar challenges. Um, that I'll do. I call them a challenge. It's really just the, being good to yourself, um, which shouldn't be much of a challenge. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll look at it. Um, that's something that I definitely do. Right around about January, I'll take 30 days. I'll put them in a small Facebook group, and I'll uh, and I'll just have them. Um, you know, a little accountability, and just make it about the group, and make their goal every day is to be sugar free. And by sugar free, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean 100% uh, sugar free. Um, because they're going to eat fruits. Um, you know, if it's added sugar, then that's something that we uh, would look to avoid. You know, get them to read a label. Look and see where the sugar comes from. Sugar comes in a million different names. Where does it come from? Uh, you know, and if a, 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 an orange doesn't have a label on it, it's got sugar in it, but it, there's no label on it. Uh, it comes from an orange, and it's part of the, you know, it exists naturally. Uh, so we want to try and make you get you to eat things you know as close to the way that nature provided it as possible one of the things um and again i haven't tried a million different diets um i've been experimenting over the last you know 15 years i mean maybe my entire life i've been experimenting but one of the things that and i'm going to ask you brian how you feel about this as well um one of the things that i started doing was just eating foods and then asking myself how I feel after I love and it. it's and again it this is a no-brainer because now all you need to do is say okay I wake up in the morning are you swollen do you not feel good do you feel bloated is there ask yourself okay what did I eat right and think okay you know the people who go out for that big Italian fettuccine alfredo and they wake up the next morning like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, or chinese food i heard somebody sodium. i heard somebody say once a fettuccine alfredo is macaroni and cheese for grown-ups well, oh <laughs> and not oh, you the know, chinese food forget it. it yeah i had to cut that out i know one of the things um you know brian was talking about his uh his um qualifications one of the things that i've done is i've been my own patient i've sure. been my own experiment experiment of one and and it's been an interesting um, case for the last seven years now after I got diagnosed with an autoimmune. Um, for me, you know, I was treated with all these different, you know, medicines and this and that. And one of the things I did was drastically change my diet. And now I didn't say, well, I'm not having this and not having that. I started playing with how do I feel after I eat this? Well, Chinese food no <laughs> tastes good. wonderful, but I cannot eat it. I can't eat high anything sodium because I just blow up. And literally my my joints will hurt, my back hurts, my Absolutely. you name it. I feel awful. I get terrible headaches. Um, you know, certain, you know, like even even something as simple as, you know, having too much of 
anything. It, and really, that's sure. it could be anything. It could give me something healthy, but too much of it. There are certain things that that, that people will have um, adverse reactions to. Uh, dairy is one of them. People are lactose intolerant. Um, that's usually uh, genetically predisposed. Uh, their uh, salt, other things, people handle it differently. Their body processes it differently. Sugar, usually, you know, it affects the brain in different ways. I have one of my kids uh, that uh, if you give him, sh- you know, sugar, anything sugar, he's, his head spins like a top. He like, runs around like his hair's on fire. He goes bonkers. Uh, you know, so my other two aren't necessarily like that. You know, they're crazy, but not uh, to that extent. So there, you know, those are just some of the things, uh, and and even internally, there are there are other things. People's body, uh, people's bodies do certain things with oils. Um, people, uh, people's bodies handle garlic. I'm, you know, I, I'm Irish. I don't do garlic very well. I you can smell it on me, uh, you know, when I have it. I love it. Tastes delicious. It's very very healthy for you. Uh, my pores sen- tend to uh, discreet it. Lovely. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's it was very lovely. Uh, so you know, it's just one of those things. So everybody, again, again, you said it. An experiment of one. We're all that. If I have somebody come to me after, uh, you know, or, or I'll just, you know, that I'm working with, and I'll say, "How you? How's everything?" And they'll say, oh, "I've been tired lately." I'll say, "Well, let's go. Let's look at that. Um, let's figure out why. Let's see if it's anything that has been done, so that way we can try not to do it again." Uh, you know, usually, usually if they're tired, it's because they haven't been resting enough. So, okay, there you go. There's your, uh, you know, there's something that we need to work on for that. Sometimes they're not feeling so well, and uh, I'll say, uh, go back and write down, uh, you know, your last three days of food. Let's see if we can, uh, um, you know, go back as best you can and just, re- you know, write down a food diary for the last three days. And, uh, you know, Usually something, you know, we might be able to find something that would make, uh, uh, you know, you're tired or your joints ache or feel a certain way, headaches, things like that. Uh, a lot of times people don't process the artificial sweeteners very well and they get headaches from it. Diet Coke gives people headache. Uh, so, you know, those are things that we can kind of look at and just kind of figure out why so that you don't do them again. Easiest thing, and I'm not going to say this was me. Yeah. However, little so let's go back asking for a friend let's go back as like you know i'm just telling a story like for a friend let's go back to like age 19 where you're out drinking things right late at night or 21 let's go do that let's do that okay you're 21 and you're out and you're out real late and it's two in the morning and you've been engaging in partying and you come home and you you order pizza and you dip it in blue cheese dressing and you get some wings and you wake up the next morning and you feel like you've been hit by a school bus right. for the rest of the day. The whole day is shot. Now, now, if we now Ms. You, Ms. Conti, that might be the beverages. Uh, However. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was it. Right. it was, or, you know, the next day you're like, oh, it was, I'm sure the pizza was bad and that's why I feel right. bad. It, I mean, it's so easy to see. I, I have a bad day this day because look at what I did. Sure. I mean, that's obviously the, the drinks and the food. And why is that so hard to carry over to adulthood? Because it seems so crystal clear. Like Makes those were sense. the triggers. Yet as we get older, we're not realizing that it's the same things. That whatever food choices you made, it's going to absolutely correlate to how you feel. Well, let's, and let's, let's, do, let's do the exact opposite of what we did. Somebody comes to me and says, I've been feeling great lately. I'll say, well, what have you been doing? Write it down. 
let's see if there's anything there that we can build off of or something that there that we can uh you know really uh detect that is you know oh you've been eating tons of fruits and vegetables and you feel like you're jumping out of bed in the morning wow isn't that amazing i'd i'd keep doing that if i were you you know i'd right. say that something like that to him you know and and once people realize the effect that uh, f- you know, food and, and nutrition and, and, and really nourishment has on them. It's amazing. I mean, that's when, that's when I know for myself personally, that's when I decided that, uh, you know, why would I do that to myself? Why would I have something that is going to make me feel, you know, in essence, some level of a hangover? Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, you know, Things do taste good, and things that taste good are generally not always, uh, you know, the most nutritious things on the planet. Uh, there are ways to get very nutritious things to taste very good, so you can have those just the same. It's, uh, you know, really, it's not too hard to work with somebody and you can kind of get out of the way once they f- start feeling really good and once they can figure out why. Because then they do more of that, hopefully. And now, the other thing um, that that I get a lot from people is, um, well, what do you do? Oh. What? And this is the this question makes me nuts because you know we Brian and I are here to help people and we want to we want to change people we want to affect people. I for get better. that more than anything. All the I mean, both Just of tell us. Tell me do. what you eat. Yeah. What What do you do? I mean, you know, Christine, you you accomplish this or this. Brian, you could do this. What do you eat? And I'm like, well, everyone is different. Right. And my staple answer is, oh, just cigarettes and ice cubes. That's my... <laughs> I love it. What do you eat, Christine? Cigarettes and ice cubes. <laughs> cigarettes and they look and at me like, well, But I'm like, well, because that's how ludicrous your question is. What I do for me is going to be different than you. Sure. And that's what, you know, Brian was saying. You're I usually say something. Want. I usually say something along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, I eat this, this, and this, and then I, and I also run 60 miles a week. Right. So you know, like we're all different. We're all going to be doing different things. We're all at different levels. You know, like, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm, I'm eating to fuel performance. Sometimes I'm eating to maintain weight. Sometimes I'm eating to gain weight. Sometimes I'm doing things that are, you know, that are, uh, not necessarily, you know, I might eat, I might eat differently this year than I did, uh, you know, two years ago when I was really trying to lose more weight. You know, and it's it's all different. And if I if you ate the same exact thing that I did, uh, you probably just you know you wouldn't enjoy it. You know, because you everybody's got their preferences, and uh, we try and work within them. And and uh, and and in a sense, have your cake and eat it too, in a way. And when you deprive yourself, if you're hungry, and you're sitting there going, "I can't eat because I already," no, 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 you're hungry because your body literally needs something right it needs something right and we've got these triggers we you know your body's going to tell you something so for me i eat little meals throughout the day okay that's me i eat all the time little things i'm like a bird right just constantly picking right. pick 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 that doesn't work for other people no they can't do that or it works for a lot of people it doesn't work for a lot of they people. don't trust themselves to right. just have a handful of something but it's about finding what works yeah, and and you know, as I mentioned, usually the answers come from within. 
I very rarely, you know, come up with something that is, you know, this groundbreaking uh, thing. It's usually, you know, feedback and what works and, and you know, and, and people find their own way uh, more than anything with guidance. So just kind of, I'm like a caddy. I'm like a caddy. It, you know, here, I'd try this club if I were you. I think it's going to help you get the ball where you need it to go. And, uh, you know, and people, uh, you know, really work well with that. More than anything, I'm accountability. We get them moving, get them eating well. And we say eat, eat real well. Well, what does that mean? You know, just eat things that are, that are you know, going to nourish your body. Uh, the more fruits and vegetables, the better. All right. Next, I, I do have to ask you this question Go. because I know that you are passionate about this. Go. Um, right now, everything is... You know, and we're gonna we're gonna have another whole podcast on this one, but right now the big buzzwords are everything plant based, right? Because for a while the a lot of the diets, so to say, were removing carbs and upping protein and saying you can eat whatever meats you want. Right. That was a big huge movement, and now they're still around. We've gone back to you know, especially in the um, health and fitness fields. When I go to these big conferences and listen to the big exercise scientists talk. A lot of the doctors now are saying plant-based, plant-based, plant-based. Now, you have a, a strong opinion on this, and what would you? What's your gut feeling about this? I, I love it. I mean, the the, the other stuff are, are the things are still out there. You're you're almost in two camp, one of two camps at this point. You're either you know paleo and high protein uh, diet, uh, low carb, high protein diet, or you know you're you're in a plant-based type of diet. Um, you know, really eating nothing but plants, no animal products whatsoever, no dairy, no processed foods, no processed sugars, and in most case, in some cases, uh, no oil, uh, which is hard to do. But um, you know, it's it's a lot of. Uh, it, it used to be vegan or vegetarian. Um, now they've gone to more of a plant based because I think that, uh, um, you know, I think that it's more sellable. I think that a lot of what you're seeing is marketing. Now it's hugely uh backed by science uh you know there's definitely health benefits and and longevity health benefits to uh to eating more plants uh and eating you know less animal products they've studied it it looks pretty good at this point based on what everybody's doing a lot of times based on what i see is the short term effect of some of the higher protein a higher meat consumption and a low carb type of diet like a paleo or a whole 30 or things uh, you know along those lines uh, might have a little bit better short-term effect on appearance and how we look and how we grow muscle and how that makes us look in the mirror uh, you know the modern day paleo is a little silly in the sense that uh, that's not how our ancestors actually ate they didn't go to uh, Wegmans or ShopRite and uh, pick a side of beef off the off the uh, off the rack and take it home and grill it they did eat a lot of uh, you know a lot of um, animal products and it was mostly a survival they ate it when they killed it which wasn't often um, so to think and they that they were grown like in the wild 
as well. Right. It wasn't, yeah. Yeah. You know, mass produced. It yeah, wasn't hormone no, the, injected. Yeah. That that's that's a whole that's a whole another thing. Um, you know, one of the one of the main benefits of being a plant based diet is that you're not consuming the chicken or the beef that are mass produced, and you know the industry, the, uh, the the you know those industries are just filthy, dirty, and 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 the conditions that those are are just disgusting. And it's you know it's it's one of the reasons why I actually eat more plants. Not only do I feel really good, um, you know, not only did I go to the you know get my certificate in plant based education, uh, you know, in plant based. Uh, nutrition. Uh, you know, I'm also, my father also passed away at a very young age from heart disease. So the benefits for me, you know, as a 42 year old man, uh, to eat more plants and to take care of myself, uh, in this way is just makes sense to me. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I hate the staunch vegan just as much as I hate the, uh, staunch paleo. <laughs> uh, uh, and I, I shouldn't even say hate, but there's, you know, there's people that whose voices are, are very loud and boisterous, uh, on this. And it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a hot button topic, but you know, more than anything, uh, I, I I think that it it actually works better for me. Uh, these these fruits and vegetables are unprocessed. Uh, you know, they are a natural form. I can eat. I eat a lot of carbohydrates. Uh, I'm a runner. I run you know far distances. Like I said before, sometimes fifty, sometimes sixty, sometimes seventy miles a week, depending on what I'm training. We're for. crazies. <laughs> We're fit crazies. You have to remember this. Right. Keep that in the back of your mind whenever we talk. We we put ourselves through a lot of what we're saying and we are the experiment. So there's right. our history. Right. So, uh, you know, starchy vegetables, I, uh, you know, potatoes, I love them. Uh, even some, some whole grain pastas, uh, rice, you know, I, I eat a lot of that. I eat a lot of beans. I eat very much plant-based. I, I don't eat uh, animal products at all at this point, uh, nor dairy, uh, cheese, anything like that. Uh, occasionally uh usually you know fridays we joke with christine is uh is uh family international pizza night and uh we live here in new jersey and the pizza's outstanding and look i eat the pizza uh and on a nice summer day i'll have you know a cone of ice cream every now and then i think i've had let's see we're pushing labor day here i've probably had a couple cones of ice cream this summer uh you know i i think for the uh, for people out there, when people that I work with, I say do more good than bad. You know, we'll always work on the positive side of things. So you can't go wrong with eating more vegetables. Occasionally meat, uh, you know, will come in. Uh, you know, the other thing that you're seeing pushed a lot right now is ketogenic diets, mm-hmm. which is paleo, which is just the next phase of it that your body gets into a ketogenic state and it tends to work, uh, uh, burn off of, uh, burn its fats for fuel instead of the carbohydrates and sugars for fuel. Uh, look, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those things where, um, science is evolving and, and it's nutrition, it's nutrition. If you grab the health men's health magazine, like Christine said before, or you grab, you know, just go on the internet, you're going to hear something from this side that makes a whole lot of sense. You're going to hear something from the other side that makes a whole lot of sense. And you're going to hear something from over here and over there and over there. And by the time you're done, you don't know what the hell to do. You know, you spun around so many times, you're right back where you started. Um, so again, that's where we look at both of those diets, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on with that stuff, they eliminate the crap. My mom told me growing up, whatever you do, do it in moderation. And that was, you know, she'd always say that was like her staple answer. And I'm like, 
mom. Oh. But that's really what it comes down to. And I know I'm less, I'm less strict with food than, than you are. And it's, I don't know if it's strict, but yeah. it's, it just, it's what works with me. You know, I'll, I'll have the ice cream. I'll have, I eat a lot of, I eat probably a lot more vegetables and fruits actually. You know, I do eat yogurt. I do, um, you know, I do have cheese and eggs and I do that. I, I love a, a great piece of barbecued chicken on the grill go. in the summer. I'm sorry. I yeah. love that. But I don't eat a lot of meats. I yeah. don't because it doesn't make me feel good. I don't digest it right. It, and that's the experiment. What works for you? Sure. So, you know, moderation. Yeah, I mean, I always say I don't even think of it as strict the way, the way that I eat. It's just kind of what I'm doing right now. And, you know, and there's meals throughout the day and this is what I'm doing right now. And, and uh, you know, it really makes me feel, you know, pretty, pretty good. So I'm, I'm rolling with it. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I've, you know, I, I just kind of feel like um, there's certain styles of exercise that lend yourself to certain styles of eating. Uh, you know, CrossFit's big on paleo and, 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 and the, that whole community. It's almost like here's your workout, here's your diet, here's your this, here's your that. Now there's been a, a really up uptick in uh, in vegetarian or plant-based type of CrossFit athletes as well. So I think it's all going to just kind of evolve its way. And just like anything, none of these things are new, obviously. One's right. paleolithic, but, you know, none of these things are really new or, or, or in ways that, um, uh, you know, that, that are, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing, it's not really all that new science. It's just kind of the way that, that things are, 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 you know, people do different things. And let's talk really fast about, um, you had mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago as well, that we need to just touch on the blue zone real fast blue zones i love them i love them so uh blue zones are uh, these areas on the globe spots on the globe where people tend to live longer than just about anywhere else on the globe it's they have centigenarians they that have what it the is? highest concentration of centigenarians or cent- centigenarians. centarians uh people that live to be 100 years old uh, and there's these pockets of them, uh, and they're you know. The, so what they do is they look at what these what happens in these areas. Why are they different? Why is there more here than there than there are in other places? And uh, obviously, some of the things that uh, that that I'm fascinated by blue zones. I mean, this is a podcast in itself. Uh, there's a great book, uh, Dan Beitner, B-U-E-T-T-N-E-R. I believe I'm going off the top of my head, but I think it's it's Butner Beitner. Uh, he's authored these books. National Geographic did huge articles on it. It was the cover story for them a couple years back. Uh, fascinating. And what they do is they just kind of look at everything, like what happens in these communities, in these areas, and what do they have in common? They're all over the world. They're different cultures. They speak different languages. They're, uh, you know, different DNA, certainly. Uh, you know, there, there, there are places that, um, uh, you know that that are they're not really neighbors with each other, uh, and what are, what is it? What is it that makes these people live for so long? Because what are we looking for here? You know, we want to live long, healthy lives, just like these people. They're 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 our role models, and they have uh, many common uh, commonalities. There was like five or so. Yeah. It was like the main. Yeah, the many commonalities. Uh, they um, uh, one is that they. Uh, don't they're active 
but they don't really exercise extremely hard. Most of their activity comes from everyday life. Maybe they ride bikes, maybe they farm, maybe they, they live uh, in places where they don't have automobiles and they walk. Uh, they, you know, they're, they're, they're active. They're moving uh, pretty much from the time that they're born. And, uh, you know, whereas like a culture, like a standard American culture, we get in our air conditioned car and we moved into our, you know, into our air conditioned house and we go to our job, you know, and we move everywhere. Uh, they, they don't, they don't move very far. Uh, sitters. Yeah. That was the big thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was one. Uh, the other one was that, uh, a lot of their food is locally sourced. So they eat, uh, they've had, uh, you know, some of them are, are meat eaters. Uh, some of them are more plant-based uh, just by nature and uh, what they have. Uh, and they tend to not have to go very far for what they eat. It's, everything is pretty much in-house and sustainable just based in their communities. Um, the other thing is that they are uh, have some sort of spiritual practice. They have a spiritual practice that usually ties them together as a community. Uh, the community aspect of Blue Zones is one of the things that they've, that they've uh, really determined. I love the family aspect. Yeah. Like family is important. Family is you're not moving far away from family. Right. That it's a, just a part of your life like grandma, grandpa, cousins. They have a tremendous amount of respect for their elders. They actually bicker as families over who is responsibility and who gets to take care of these uh, these family members as they get older. Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> quite yeah. different. It's the you. opposite of what happens here. You right? take care of mom. <laughs> not it. You change your diaper. <laughs> One, two, three, not it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, love you, ma. Uh, so, you know, and they, there was um, some of them, not all of them, actually had some slight consumption of uh, red wines and some antioxidants, but that was also part of the diet. Uh, that, you know, Amen. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and and just off the top of my head, there was a uh, uh, Sardinia um, uh, off of, off the coast of Italy was one. Um, there's there's pretty much one on every continent. Um, there, there was California. Yeah, said well, there's one. one. There's a high concentration in um, in uh, uh, slipping my head at the at the time at the moment. But uh, it's a uh, a group of Seventh Day Adventists in California, and I think it's like. Loma Linda, California, somewhere around there. I'm just again, I'm I'm going off of memory here, um, and they uh, they don't uh, drink alcohol, uh, they don't drive automobiles. I think uh, if not uh, at all, maybe just they don't on certain days. Medicine was the other one. Yeah, that I've read that that it was they're not well, obviously they're healthier, yeah. but they weren't taking. Um, most of the people were not on any sort of prescription drugs or anything right. like that. Yeah, there, there's one. just either it was because of um, it was because of lack of availability, or because they just don't need it because their food is their medicine. They eat very clean diets. There's no processed foods involved in them at all because you know the local uh, butcher or the local farmer uh, doesn't make crackers and cookies and things like that. And if they do, it's treated as an occasion. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, and that's cool. That's okay. to That's great. You know, to that's celebrate right. or have something every once in a while. Yeah. No, that, that's, uh, yeah. That, that, it, very fascinating. L- look them up. I, you know, I've, like I said, I, I'd love to do more on it. Um, 
you know, we'll definitely do a, a more thorough podcast on, and maybe even call the author of that book and see if we can get him on. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's it's uh, it's 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 what we all want. Uh, when I first started really getting into nutrition and things like that, is because I was reading about places where heart disease just didn't exist on this planet. You know, it's prevalent. It's pretty much guaranteed. It's what one in four are going to die of uh, here in the United States, uh, you know, some sort of heart-related condition. So, uh, you know, it got my father. I needed to be preventative with, with, uh, you know, prevent these things from happening to myself. So I started looking at it. I found a great um, um, CNN show with Sanjay Gupta. It was called The Last Heart Attack. And he just goes to places where heart, heart disease just doesn't exist. And he looks at what they eat. And you know they're eat they're it's mostly plant based. It's really yeah, it's really the idea of it. Uh, and you know, and then they look at clients, you know, people that they take, uh, you know, and, and put on plant based type of diets and how it improves and how they are able to uh, improve their health. And and uh, it's fascinating. And that to me is really the catalyst for getting into the nutrition uh, aspect of it all. You know, we can um, we can we can eat. You know, we can exercise regularly. You know, we can eat pretty well and, and still have issues. So we just kind of have to examine, uh, you know, everything and, and uh, be that experiment of one. And you know what? There's no way that this is important to remember that Brian and I could not perform athletically like we do without eating, without eating the way we do. Without fueling our performance. There's no way. Without fueling our bodies for competition and, and if you want to feel training. Better, you got to eat better. That's right, and that's that's how we that's how we love it. All right, so the last thing um, before we end today, we're gonna play a little game, um, and it's called WTF, Brian. Oh, geez. So it's called what the food? What the food? what the food? The so food. all I want to know, I'm gonna name a food, mm-hmm. and you're gonna say I'm on the spot these here. These are kids. like the these are like the yes or no. I'm, I want you to tell me yes or no to this food, but why? Really fat, and you've got okay. literally like two seconds to say why. And these are some hot topic foods that All are right. out there right now. I always hear it about. All right. All right. I'm ready. ready? I'm going to shut my eyes. Okay. Go. First, avocado. Avocado. I love them. Uh, half of an avocado is better than probably a whole avocado, but if you eat a whole avocado, it's better than a whole bag of donuts. Awesome. Good. High, high healthy fats. Very good. Helps, uh, you know, helps um, uh, transport um, good, healthy blood to uh, places. It helps, it helps absorb blood into the body. So good. Avocado. Good. Milk. Does not do a body good. Uh, yeah, milk. Um, a, a lot of a lot of bones. The bones. No. What's that? Bones like helps your bones. No, no, uh. no, 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 no. That's not the truth. Uh, it actually makes bones um, very brittle. Uh, it doesn't. Um, our bones are are almost like. Um, tree limbs or wood where uh you know our bones carry a little bit of moisture in them so they're more pliable and they actually bend a little bit and um and bones and the and uh, milk uh, actually makes them like a dry piece of wood it makes them very hard and rigid but it also makes them very fragile as far as like a splintering type of thing uh and not not only that the processing of milk is is not uh is not the best the protein the casein uh that the protein for milk is um uh pretty clearly known to be a carcinogen and um, increase um, uh, uh, insulin growth factor in cells that um, helps um, cancer cells really grow uh, exponentially. So, uh, yeah, does not do a body good. Whey protein or protein powders? 
Uh, I'm not a big fan, and mostly because um, we're talking about supplementation here uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, two things. Uh, the way there's better forms of protein out there, there's plant-based uh, types of protein um, that you can get. There's different types of whey protein depending on how it's um, filtered, uh, that there's better quality than others. Um, so, you know, if you are going to go whey, just make sure you're getting high-quality whey protein. Uh, the second part of that is, is there a need for it at all, um, you know, based on what we're doing? Uh, it's a supplement. So if we're not getting uh, – it, 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 we, we would need it if we're not getting our um, nutrition from the food that we eat. Right? There's nutrition and then there's supplements to nutrition. So a whey protein would be something that is a supplement to that nutrition. Plenty if you just eat real well on a well-balanced diet. Oh. Love Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. quinoa. That's Quin like the best mispronounced word out there now. Quinoa. Yeah, spelling bee. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can I have origin? <laughs> Can I have the origin of the word? Uh, no, yeah, quinoa is, is great. It's one of the you know great whole grain. Um, you know, it can go pretty well with anything. So like I said, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you can mix fruit with quinoa and almost eat it like an oatmeal. It's delicious. Um, you know, and it, it could go as a side, it can go as a main course. You can mix vegetables with it. Love it. Can't have enough of it. Kale. Kale. Great. Fantastic. I mean, what's, what's, what can go wrong with kale? Now here's the thing. All of these foods, even the most nutritious of foods, uh, if you eat nothing but kale, you won't be very healthy. So eat kale. Yeah. Eat it with a well-balanced diet. Uh, if you decide that you're going to eat just kale for the rest of your life and you're going to be like uh, Bubba Gump, uh, but instead of shrimp, you're going to have uh, you know kale shakes and kale omelets and kale chips and kale this and that, you know, you're, you're going to, you might turn green isn't the worst thing but uh you know it's 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 very very healthy nutritious high nutrient dense with lots of vitamins in it so eat the kale all right i'm gonna end it at that for Good. today so some of those that was my my first round of wtf what the food what because the food i like what it. the food um and we will continue that i believe um but those are just some of the foods that those those buzzwords that you hear all the time people are always asking about some of those so i wanted to to kind of bring those to your attention at this point. Um, and this will definitely be to be continued. Um, we're going to talk about, I think in the future, we'll talk about some of those, some of those diets, um, that we hear. I know I hear all the time, you know, what's the paleo, the vegan, the vegetarian, the plant-based, the, the anti-inflammatory, sure. the, the Mediter Atkin. Mediterranean. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um, you name it. There's, uh, there's just about fruitarians. There's people that just eat fruit. Uh, there's people that just eat fruit before 12 noon, uh, you know, or just eat fruit uh, after five o'clock. Uh, you know, there's there's all sorts of different wacky things out there. And I eat at night and I eat late at night and it doesn't seem to affect me. Other people, they can't eat after 5 p.m. It's like vampires or you yeah. know, like gremlins. You can't eat after 12. Otherwise, you or, you know, so it's really kind of interesting. So we'll continue this and and go on but again we are we are experiments on ourselves and if it wasn't for what we eat we wouldn't be able to perform and i think that's important not just in the athletic field but think about when you go to work in life if you don't eat kids go to school and they don't have breakfast and you can't oh. focus your mood Forget oh my it. gosh yeah. this is this is all related this is your mind your health um you know your wellness your mindfulness is all kind of tied into this so we are um we are very passionate about fitness and about health and wellness. And 
I think we need to um, continue this and, and think about what, what we're going to be talking about on our next podcast because we have not even talked about this yet. Send us some ideas. Send us some topics. We'd love to hear what you want to talk about and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go to work at it. Get to work. So it's Christine Conti and Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. The microphone. We're where it's at. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.